Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now, you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show the different types of insurance to protect your business informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on YouTube and Facebook, as well as the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. As an online presence expert and speaker, Italina helps you upgrade your presence online through LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Italina and her team of social media managers help you gain more visibility online, driving a steady stream of clients to your business. You should know Italina is trained as an attorney. She has a Juris Doctorate degree and has a legal background. However, like many recovering attorneys, Italina is now practicing her passion, online branding and marketing. Since 2012, her business has been the vehicle for personal and spiritual growth while she creates value for each of her clients. So welcome to the show today. Thank you so much. So I just mentioned, of course, about your having been in the legal field. So I would love for you to talk about how you went from standing in front of judges to presenting social media in front of audiences and give us a little bit of that background. Too. Yeah, I would definitely say that thinking you want to do something uh, is very different from actually doing it. And when I was working in the legal field, while I had this so-called dream job, I just could not find my joy candy. So mm -hmm. I made that decision, that gutsy decision to go ahead and switch careers. I decided to go on LinkedIn. Okay. We look for a new job. This was uh, back in like 2010. And I 
knew I did not want to case these companies. I wanted to attract them. So I started sharing my insights, my knowledge. And sure enough, companies began noticing me. They were like, it's Helena. We see you everywhere. We love what you're doing. We want you to do it for us. Mm. So again, this is back in 2010. Call it. <laughs> They're just like, what you're doing, do it for us. And I would say today we would call it relationship marketing, personal branding, putting a human face uh, to mm -hmm. a business. And I was like, okay, sure. I could do that on this side while I look for a job. And then another <laughs> company wanted me to do the same thing. And then a small business wanted me to, to do it. And then a small business owner. So I'm creating all this content, really personalized content and posting on behalf of these, these companies, businesses, business owners. And pretty soon I started to find difficulty finding time to look for a job and go on interviews. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, can this be my job? Is, is this a thing? So it took me a couple of years. I made the leap, uh, officially started my social media company in 2012, made my first hire and just built up my team over the years. Nice. Well, I know you were talking about LinkedIn mostly. And of course, many of us in the professional realm have a LinkedIn profile, but it can sometimes feel overwhelming to know what you should be doing, what should you have in your bio or, you know, your headline. So can you give us a few tips on what you recommend for that platform? Absolutely. So for, I would say for any platform, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, now there's Clubhouse, you want your bios, your profile, right? The about section, you want that profile page to clearly delineate what it is you do, your specialties, uh, the, the areas of service you really want to Right, so if we look at law, for example, that's, that's a huge industry. There's different types right. of law, estate law, real estate. There's different kinds of services that you're specializing within real estate, insurance, et cetera. You get the idea. So we mm -hmm. want to be very clear. But what I often see is these profiles really don't represent the business owner well. They really mm -hmm. don't do justice. So we want to make sure that those profiles clearly distinguish you and make clear what it is you do. Mm -hmm. That's number one with the profiles. Perfect. And um, I know too, I mean, like you said, there's other profiles and we're focusing, you know, on your top three, I think you were talking about LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And there are so many that kind of come and go too. So finding the right ones for us to be on, sometimes I know it can be a little bit difficult. So um, I don't know if you have any tips on, on that really quickly on what you might recommend. For sure, yes I do. <laughs> so one, I would say, where's your sphere of influence currently? So for a lot of people, because Facebook's been around for so long, they, they, most of their sphere of friends and relationships are on Facebook. Uh, for others, they get that whether they like it or not, they need to keep up with the times and, mm -hmm. and they know that their audience is definitely on, say, Instagram, for example. So I would ask yourself, where is your sphere currently? And then where is it that you know your, your, your potential contacts are that you need to get your kind of upgrade your game and mm -hmm. be? So I, I'm a big believer in starting where you are. So sure, there's all these sides, but I, I'm a big believer. Start where you are. Start where your clients are. Start where your, your potential prospects are. Uh, if you can handle a third, fantastic. <laughs> and, and what I would say is, Make sure your profiles on all of them are fantastic and then focus on two or three as far as sharing content consistently. Okay. And if someone isn't sure where to find 
the best sites for where their audience is? Do you have a resource where they can look and say, yes, you know, those in the age group of 30 to 50 who are in the service-based business, you know, are more on this. Do you have something like that? Yeah, so typically, uh, as far as demographics, the thing is they're changing. Mm -hmm. Demographics are changing, especially now with this pandemic lifestyle that we're living, this online life. So that's really shifted. Um, the truth is the major sites are in Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So whether your clientele is between, you know, let's say 30 and 50, we know for sure they're on LinkedIn. We know for sure they're on Facebook. We know for sure they're on Instagram. So those, that's, that's the, where the stats are right now. Okay. And of course, knowing what to post can be a challenge, especially, you know, for entrepreneurs who are trying to do everything, running their company and wearing all the different hats. So do you have some ideas you can give to them on, you know, kind of what they should post, when to post and that type of thing? Absolutely. So that, that's the rub, right? We have so many things to do, but we know it's very important to stay top of mind with our sphere of influence. And one fantastic way of staying top of mind is consistently sharing content. Mm -hmm. So with you earlier, Candy, how that, uh, those companies, when I was looking for a job, they were noticing me and wanting me to do the same thing for them. That's what we need to be doing as business owners for our sphere of influence. So they remember, oh, right, she's in bookkeeping. That's right. I've been wanting to reach out to her. Oh, right. So uh, in, in creating content, one, one question that we can ask ourselves is, does this help my potential, my prospects, does this help them get to know me and my services? Mm -hmm. My services. Right. And so do you recommend they write their own, you know, content or repurpose other content or things like that? Or, you know, what is your recommendation? Of course, keeping in mind entrepreneurs are busy, right? But what is your, you know, professional recommendation on that? Yes. So if we're repurposing other people's content, all we're doing is promote that other person. Mm -hmm. We want to write our own and it doesn't have to be some long, huge article something very simple where we're just sharing like for example this morning before i got on this call with you i shared uh, a post that went along the lines of ah the beauty of done for you mm. and basically led to talking about how hey something that i enjoy you might find a chore and one mm. thing that i enjoy is writing fresh engaging unique content and posting on behalf on your behalf right because that's what i do i have a social media company we create content for our clients and that was just something really quick that I was able to share in a, a non-salesy way of as far as what I do and how I help. So we can just very quickly share uh, what would be our services. We can also take those frequently asked questions, those conversations that you have when you're on the phone all day with your clients. Right. Guess what? Without sharing any name specifics, you, that, those conversations make excellent, excellent content. Mm -hmm. right? So there's so many different avenues. I really, my philosophy of marketing is again, personal, personal mm -hmm. relationship marketing. And those right. things we're discussing with our, our, our clients, prospects, those often make great content. Right. And the goal is to help just educate them as well too, right? You're not trying to just sell, 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 but it's like, here's some information that can help you be successful in this area. And then of course, if they decide they don't want to do it, for instance, in this case, if they understand from you, like, this is what you should do. And they're like, I don't want to do it. They can reach out to you and then you can help them. Right. You so 
You got it. I love the whole like, oh, three tips on how to X, Y, Z, right? As far mm -hmm. as your specialty, if that's your specialty, give them these three tips in this specific area. I'm like, man, these are really great things to do. I just don't have time to do it. Can you help me in this area? Right. So what do you tell someone who has these different platforms too, and they're wondering, do I have to have different content for LinkedIn versus Instagram, or can I kind of just use it and post at different times? Like what would you recommend if they're going to be posting onto different platforms? Yes. So each platform, there is a, a good time, for example. So Facebook, it tends to be a little bit later. So maybe 11 o'clock in the morning or anytime between 11 and one in the afternoon, or even late nine o'clock at night when people put their kids to bed mm -hmm. after that. Uh, LinkedIn, that's morning. Instagram, that's morning, right? So uh, that's what we want to look at as far as time. And what's excellent is that on Facebook, the Facebook business page, it allows you to schedule. So you can mm -hmm. schedule directly uh, for the optimum time. As far as what to post on different sites, the only question that we're going to ask ourselves is when it comes to LinkedIn, can can professionals relate to what I'm about to say? Mm -hmm. So if we're just showing pictures of our cat, talking about coffee, professionals are not going to be able to relate to that. This is a professional site. That's not what we're going to share. Mm -hmm. But uh, if a professional can relate to it, for example, I can probably ask you, Candy, what happens all over, all across the country between two, three o'clock in the afternoon around there? How are we feeling around that time? A lot of people are like tired and they need a little boost. Very good. So that's something that professionals relate to. And then you might think, well, how can I tie that into my business? Well, I'll tell you a true story. And this is way BC before COVID. Uh, I was out and about and uh, it was around two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I found myself getting a little sluggish and I thought, it's Selena, you're tired. Instead of getting a coffee, which is basically a, a nap in a cup, Right. <laughs> Instead of getting a coffee, take an actual nap. So I took my yoga mat out of the trunk of my car, laid it out under a tree, and I took a 10, 15 minute nap, woke up refreshed and productive for the rest of the, of the day, able to help my social media clients. Nice. What I just shared with you, I shared that on LinkedIn. I found a nice picture of a yoga mat online and I just posted that on LinkedIn. And guess what? Everyone can relate to it. Mm -hmm. a lot of engagement and if you notice i slid in there the social media part mm -hmm. so i didn't have to be salesy i didn't have to say hire me by this you just slid that in there and that's the post that was personal right well especially with covid we all have been online more, you know, we don't get to have those face-to-face -face interactions, whether it's business meetings or networking events, or even like client meetings face-to-face. -face. So what would you, you know, tell someone how to use that opportunity to the best, you know, advantage for the time efficiencies and everything too, just to maintain their online presence? Absolutely. So one thing I would say is your, your day, if you're busy, guess what? That means you've got a lot of content you can share. So I, as an example of what I did, yeah, in fact, a lot of people, if you look at numbers during uh, COVID, uh, one of the industries that really began booming was uh, interiors, like furniture, paints, things like that. People were getting their homes together because they were spending so much time at home. So yes, I turned my home into basically like a photo shoot 
spot mm-hmm. and uh, showed, you know, my ring lights and to allow people behind the scenes. I let people into my home, into my workspace so they can see how I'm working, what I'm doing these days. And guess what? That was relatable because everyone else was at home too. And, and everyone else could relate to being at home and having their work their workplace set up. So instead of blocking out time to do social, this like separate time to do social media, no, 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 we're simply going to document our day, basically. Mm-hmm. So like I'm here with you right now doing shooting this, I could take my cell phone and just kind of do like a little around see what it is I'm doing. You see a lot of people are sharing screenshots or Zoom calls, showing what they're doing, being relatable, whatever you've got going on, that's part of your 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 content Mm -hmm. so then how do you explain to someone how to use their brand and make sure that that is kind of matching what they want to put out there for their online presence perfect so when we think of our brand it basically uh what what it is i like to ask that question what it is you want to be known for so part part of your brand is going to be your profession Another part of your brand, uh, because we're, we're humans, we want to be well-rounded, is going to be that, maybe that hobby or that activity that you don't mind people knowing about, that kind of more personal human thing. So again, personal, not private. Private is those things behind closed doors that we don't want anyone to know about. Personal just means not business. So those personal things that allow people to relate to us. For me, it's tennis. I'm an avid tennis player. So on my online presence, you'll often see photos of me either on the tennis court, playing tennis, doing a video. Um, and people, they look at that and they're like, oh, cool, she plays tennis. You know, they, they love learning something about you that's not business related. So I'd like to even welcome your audience to connect with me on Instagram, for example. You'll see tennis photos there along with social media, making it very clear this is her brand. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Italina K. Hmm. Okay, perfect. And then I'll also have you share again at the end of the show if anyone wants to connect with you too. Um, But what if someone's having a hard time kind of coming up with what their brand really is? What would you tell them how to even start? This is my favorite thing. So I could say, hey, come up with three things that you want to be known for. So we've got the one thing down already. That's going to be your business, whatever Mm -hmm. your business is. The second thing is going to be your like the kind of personal, your hobby, your activity. If you love gardening, if you have an active lifestyle, if you're into vegan eating, whatever it is that you know is a big part of your day, of your life, of your week, that you can capture photos of, that's going to be your second thing. Your third thing, it could be another interest or it could be your audience's interest. Mm. So as an example, while we do work with a number of beautiful right of clients, business owners who need help with their social media presence, a big bulk of our clientele are realtors. For you, you may have a, a big bulk of your clients as a different industry. What is their interest? So in real estate, for example, for realtors, they build houses all interiors, so beautiful interiors. So on my Instagram, you'll actually see it very clearly delineated. I have a column with social media related tips we talked about education. So we have a column just for the education of social media, making it clear that that's what I do. We have a column with interiors. So my audience's interest. So now I'm drawing in my audience by sharing their interests. Mm-hmm. Three, three, got my branding on my Instagram page. People with that 
consistency. Plus it helps you. I don't have to worry, okay, what am I going to post today? I already know there's going to be social media, um, tennis or interiors. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've heard people say that they're a little concerned about having like personal mixed with business and you know, you're saying, go ahead and have those tennis photos or, you know, some of these other things on there too. So what would you tell someone if they're feeling, I need to have this like professional image. And if they see pictures of me playing tennis, they might not think of me in that professional manner. Okay. So as I said, on Instagram, what's nice is it has, a when someone goes on there, it's a beautiful grid. They can see all of it. So they see at once and I would welcome you to see yourself. There's the social media piece, so that's the professional. There's um, the tennis piece and then the interiors. Now for me, I don't have, I'm not ashamed to, for people to know that I play tennis. That's a great thing. It's a, it's a love sport, an elite sport. And it's people that are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that about you. And they really like that. And those who also live active lifestyles or maybe they play another sport or even if they play tennis, they're able to relate to it. Mm-hmm. And that actually adds to your professional image because it just shows it's seen over and over again. And you can even relate. People want to do business with people and in mm-hmm. getting to know you and see these different things, these things that you guys can connect on that actually sparks the professional relationship. Mm-hmm. So again, that's where we do, we're distinguishing between private and personal. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't, we don't want to share those private things, but the personal things we don't mind. Those things right. we don't mind people knowing about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. And it kind of shows that we're a little more well-rounded too. We're not just focused on business, you know. I, I do that too. I'll post um, on my, most of the time it's on Facebook too, but like I do a lot of crocheting, especially for like client gifts. If I know they're having a baby, I'll try to make something baby blink. And I'm actually in the process of doing that right now for someone too, but I'll post a picture when I'm done, like, oh, I made this, you know, so people know I like to crochet or I used to be a soccer mom when my kids were younger and played soccer. And, you know, that was some of the things I would share too. So I think it's, it's true to let them see a little bit about you and your personality, and then they get to know you a bit. That's amazing, Candy. And what's so nice is because you're crocheting for your clients, you can again slide that in there. Oh, I just create, created this for my bookkeeping client. And that's a beautiful post that shows the personal side of you and still reminds us of your profession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't um, necessarily, <laughs> I haven't necessarily pushed too much on like the whole professional side of it. It's just like, oh, here I made it. But you're right. I guess it just still brings it to the forefront. Like, oh, that's candy of affordable bookkeeping, <laughs> you know. So, um, so can you just give that's us an? We, mm-hmm. I was gonna say that's how we balance. Oh, if they're just seeing my personal, then they're not mm-hmm. knowing what I do for a living. We slide that in there, and now we can educate them on what it is we do. In right. fact, on the latest tennis post that I shared, I love to share how, what it takes to, you know, from the tenacity, the discipline, what it takes to be a successful tennis player and how that carries over into being a successful business owner. For you, your crochet, you know, is, I think very detail oriented and meticulous. <laughs> and I definitely want those skills and my, those qualities and my bookkeeper. So that's, we can make those correlations. It makes great content and it educates our audience. That's a good point. I never really thought about that with the crocheting being so detail oriented and that's how I am in business because we have to pay attention to those details. So I guess that's true. That was something I didn't necessarily think of as well, but it's, it's true. It's under there without you really like maybe 
purposely thinking it through. It might just be kind of a subconscious connection that's made. Okay, glad you got some some value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, well, I would like you to be able to share, I know you have lots of wisdom to share, but what are like one or two pieces of wisdom that you would share with someone who really wants to start using their social media in a better way to really promote their business or their brand? What would you tell them? I would say first things first, let's make sure those profiles, those bios represent you well. That Instagram bio, that LinkedIn profile that facebook business page i hear people say often i know how to use facebook but then i see all these blank facebook business pages there's photos but there's no written information um on what sets you apart from all the other bajillion people who do what you do <laughs> so that's actually our number one most popular service where we do the profile revamp it's a very collaborative um project where we're getting to know the client getting very clear on what it is your messaging your what you want to be known for your services all that and we rewrite your rope all of your bios for you email it to you make sure you love it and then go ahead and put it up online Mm -hmm. I would say make sure those bios are in order. Number two, um, go ahead and consistently share a, a post, something, share something each week. So you're staying top of mind with your sphere of influence, top of mind with your clients, your former clients, those referral sources. Mm -hmm. So those I are think, some great things we can do. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think for myself too, especially like on LinkedIn, um, I've gone sometimes where someone has maybe sent me a connection request and then I go to the profile to click on it and there's no profile picture. So it's just that, you know, drawing of a person, you know? So I would personally think that having a profile picture there would be something that they should be doing as well. Don't you think? So yeah, that's a part of the profile, right? So mm -hmm. make sure those profiles are in order. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I know we're getting down to the end of the time that you have available today. So I would love for you to just share, like, what is a promotion that you have that you would like to share with our listeners? Absolutely. So I have a free assessment, meaning if you like your current online presence assessed, just request a free assessment, say free assessment, please, whether it is you message me or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, say free assessment, please. You heard me on Day, and that way we can take a look at your current social media presence, your current online presence, whether it be Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. And if you feel like your online presence is, at, is like here and you'd love for it to be here, you want to look into any of the social media services, that assessment is another way we can get that conversation going. Perfect. And if someone wanted to connect with you, how could they find you? I know you mentioned Instagram earlier, but if you have a phone number, a website, or other social media handles you'd like to share? So LinkedIn, just typing in my name, Talina Kirkness. I'm sure you will have that available to them. It's Talina Kirkness, just type in my name. My profile on LinkedIn will come up. Let me know that you heard me on today's show with Candy, and I'd be happy to connect. Perfect. Well, thank you, Italina, for being a guest on the show today. I know uh, you're an expert. I mean, going from the legal field to social media, not what you necessarily would have thought probably too, but it's definitely um, some great tips that you have shared with our listeners. And to the listener, I want to also thank you for joining us today. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some questions about maximizing your social media presence for greater visibility. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to her at the links that she shared or send us a message at media at abandp.com. 
And would you please share the show with those you know? We would greatly appreciate your support. Next week's topic is branding that will get you customers quickly, easy, and affordably. So I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. Also find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to This Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday. Have a terrific week.